welcome to Top Talk. I'm your Game Master, Sean Jordan. Grab your pencils and prepare to dive into the world of tabletop gaming. Today, I want to discuss my absolute favorite tabletop RPG that does not have the name Dungeons & Dragons. This episode is dedicated to the game Vampire the Masquerade. Vampire was first published by White Wolf Publishing back in 1991 and was the first game system in the world of darkness. Vampire was created by Mark Ryan Hagen and is set in a modern gothic punk world. Unlike most tabletop RPGs at the time, Vampire set the playing characters in a personal horror story. In 1992, the second edition was printed, and the major differences from the first edition were the cover and paper quality. White Wolf did not release a new edition until 1998 with the revised, or as some call, third edition. This was the first major overhaul of the game system. It changed and added new rules, created storyteller expansions, and added new sourcebooks to include the clan novels. Vampire the Masquerade was discontinued in 2004 for Vampire the Requiem. While still featuring the same playstyle and setting, Requiem changed a lot of the rules and lore of Masquerade. In 2011, due to popular demand, White Wolf published a limited pre-order run of Vampire the Masquerade 20th Anniversary Edition, or V20. This one book was a collection of most but not all source books and core rule books. It included every clan and bloodline, as well as the disciplines for each one. Most recently, in 2017, Modifius, the new owners of Vampire the Masquerade, announced a new edition. Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition, or V5, was released in 2018. This new edition has changed many different rules and the lore goes until 2018 for the setting. This allows players to have incidents that happened in the video game Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines in the actual game setting. One of the largest incidents that has happened was the return of Los Angeles to an Anarch state instead of a Camarilla-controlled one. This happened after the very explosive murder of the Camarilla Prince, Sebastian LaCroix. Thus, the history of Vampire the Masquerade and even that is a condensed version. I now want to take you through some of the things that as a storyteller or player of the game you should know. First, let me explain where you can get copies of the book. If you are in St. George, Utah, you can swing by Game Haven in the Zion Outlet Plaza. If you are not and would like a PDF copy or a hardback copy, go to drivethroughrpg.com and search Vampire the Masquerade. I will be going into more in-depth detail about V20 and V5 in subsequent episodes. Episodes. For now, I want to focus on the terminology that they share. These terms are not complete, but will be used as reference and are some of the most common. Kindred. Vampires use this term for themselves. They are also known as canites. Kine or cattle are humans or food. Depending on whether you are running a sabbat or Camarilla or Independent will determine if you use kine or cattle. Clan. A group of vampires that share weaknesses and disciplines. Thinblood. A kindred of 14th or younger generation. Generation. How far removed from Cain? Camarilla. One of the four sects of vampires they believe in the traditions laid down by Cain and that hiding in shadows is the best way to survive. 
Anarchs. This is another sect of vampires. They do not agree with how the Camarilla is ran, but they do agree with the traditions and principles of the Camarilla. Sabbat. This is a third sect of vampires. They reject the Camarilla and the traditions and believe that vampires should not have to hide from humans. Independent. This is a sect of vampires, but they do not claim to be a sect that do not belong to any of the other three. They do not claim to be an Anarch, a Camarilla, or Sabbat. And while they don't always follow the traditions, they do believe in looking out for themselves, which includes hiding in shadows as necessary. The Beast. The Beast is your inner predator that constantly is striving for control over a kindred. This is your biggest opponent in these games. The lower your humanity level, the more hungry you are, the more likely the beast is going to come out and wreak havoc. Frenzy. This is the supernatural fight or flight mode that comes from all kindred, usually because of hunger or damage or low humanity. This is when the beast temporarily takes control. Torpor. A state of deep slumber for prolonged periods of time. I'm not talking like you slept for a week. No, this is like hundreds of years where you are unable to wake and feed. Final death. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Obviously, you're undead, so final death would be your death from, final, from the undead. At this point, your character is gone, and you can start a new one, I guess? I mean, it's all honestly up to your storyteller. These are some of the basic terms. Next, I'm going to go over the different clans that you will find in V20 specifically for the Camarilla. There are seven clans in the Camarilla. Let me rephrase that. There are seven clans that the Camarilla states falls under them. These clans are Bruja, Gangrel, Malkavian, Nosferatu, Toreador, Tremere, and Ventru. The other clans in the game may or may not fall under the Camarilla, and of course, these seven clans can also be independent, Anarch or Sabbat, but 
For a Camarilla game, these are your standard seven clans. There's also, as I already said, Thinbloods, which don't really have a clan, but may have some clan disciplines, and what is called Caitiff or Clanless. Something I forgot to mention when going over the different definitions and the lexicon used for Vampire the Masquerade is disciplines. Disciplines are clan-specific abilities. So your shape-shifting into animals belongs to Clan Gangrel. Your ability to disappear without being seen or to be able to cause insanity or convince people to do things blood magic these are all different clan disciplines and I will be going over those per clan I'm going to start going over the clan specifics now so let's start with Bruja Bruja are your most likely to be Anarch characters in V20. They are gangsters, they're fighters, they're rebels, they're people who are usually violent or prone to violence. They, they all have a diff one weakness, and that weakness is they are more likely to frenzy. They get a negative on all frenzy checks. Um, the actual rules say that the difficulty is increased by two. Um, you can think about it like a dice check in Dungeons and Dragons, where instead of their roll, where instead of it's a ten for an easy task, it's a twelve or a fifteen. It it just makes it harder for them to resist the frenzy. Their clan disciplines are celerity, potence, and presence. Celerity is supernatural speed. They're fast they you can use your blood to be a faster character, whether it's running, whether it's jumping, you move with supernatural speed. Potence my apologies. Potence is your supernatural damage. You can hit harder, you can throw punches harder, you can drop kick through doors, run through buildings to demolish them, stuff like that. And presence. Presence is supernatural. You're is using your supernatural aura to either incite or intimidate someone or something. The next clan is Gangrel. These are more in tune with the beast and more animalistic than the other clans. Their weakness is that when they frenzy, they get an animalistic trait permanently, whether that's fur or claws or uh slitted pu slitted pupils like a cat or horizontal slits like a goat it they get some sort of animalistic trait they have the clan disciplines of animalism 
fortitude and protein. Fortitude is supernatural defense. You can take a punch and just keep going. You can take a shotgun blast to the chest and walk off. Stuff like that. Animalism is your ability to control slash manipulate slash talk to animals. You're more likely to understand what animals are feeling, where animals are, and able to give them basic instructions. Protein is your shape-shifting ability. M turning into bats, turning into wolves, growing claws, growing fangs, so you can fight and do more damage, stuff like that. They also have a really cool ability that's called uh, Earth Meld. And as long as you're touching Earth, you can... It says that you get swallowed by the Earth in the rulebook, which would prevent, say, sunrise or fire from damaging you. This can be extremely useful as a defense mechanism, but that's one of the higher level abilities for that discipline. The next clan I'm going to talk about is my personal favorite, and that's Clan Malkavian. Malkavians all have some sort of mental derangement. This derangement is something they cannot overcome no matter how much willpower or how good their dice roll. They will always have this. It can be bipolar disorder. It can be kleptomania, pyromaniac, necrophiliac, whatever you want your disorder to be. Of course, it does have to be approved by your storyteller. But they're so much fun to play because you can have a guy who's paranoid schizophrenic and all he wants to do is listen to the voices in his head and those voices are telling him to kill these people. And you've got that character balance where oh, hey, I want to resist this, I want to resist this, I want to resist this, and then all of a sudden, oh, God, what just happened? I screwed up. I want to use another word there, but I'm also trying to keep this uh, podcast PG-rated at the least, at best. I definitely don't want to slip into the PG-13 R rating. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I, right now, I don't want to. The Malkavians have three disciplines as well. All, all kindred have three clan disciplines. And for the Malkavians, it's Auspects, Dementation, and Obfuscate. Now, there's some history with the Tremere and Malkavians that have caused Dementation to take over for the Dominate discipline. And so... Depending on the generation vampire, you will have either dominate or dementation for your discipline. Auspects is your heightened senses, whether it's audio, visual, even your sense of touch. You can get to the point where you can feel emotions coming from items for the from the person who last touched the item. Obfuscate is your ability to pass without being seen. You can turn invisible, you can cloak yourself in shadows, stuff like this.
Dementation is a very unique and fun discipline. It allows you to cause other people to have different types of insanity issues, whether it's paranoia, whether they think there's something going on with them, or hallucinations, or it's just a really fun character to play, especially when you get up into higher levels. Probably the hardest clan to play would be Nosferatu. And I warn you that if you play a Nosferatu, you will have a difficult time. Nosferatu's clan weakness is that they are ugly. And when I mean ugly, I'm talking ugly with a capital U-G-L-Y. They cannot have an appearance rating, so it's an appearance of zero. They cannot improve that rating ever, no matter what. And because of that, everything that requires an appearance portion of your dice pool is going to have a zero from that. So seduction, persuasion, anytime you have to work with someone. Now, granted, if the storyteller wants to, they can also allow something like, oh, hey, you're really ugly. You're trying to intimidate this person. Go ahead and add dice for how ugly you are. It's not always going to happen. It really depends on your storyteller. I personally will allow something like that. Their clan disciplines are animalism, obfuscate, and potence. We've already discussed those three, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Next we have Toreador. Toreador are your actors, playwrights, artists, people like that. Their weakness is that if they experience something truly remarkable, they will get lost in it. This can be something as simple as a neon sign they've never seen before that has different color changing patterns. They can sit, get lost in that. Or sunrise. Oh, hey, that's a beautiful sun. Oh, hey, that's final death. Your weakness as a Toreador makes it so you have to spend your willpower not to fall into the traps that are everyday life. Their clan disciplines are aspects, celerity, and presence. Now for my least favorite clan. I don't hate these this clan. I really enjoy people who can play it well. I just don't like how broken this clan is. Clan Tremere. They did change their weakness from V20 to V5. So remember, this is for V20 only. Their weakness is they are already dependent on blood. When a new member of the clan is embraced, embraced being the act of turning someone into a vampire, they are forced to drink blood from the clan elders, making them one step to being blood-bound to them. 
A bloodbound character cannot be played because they have no control. Bloodbound is when you drink without killing the blood of an elder vampire three different times. The opposite is how you make a ghoul, which is where you feed a mortal your blood three different times. Essentially, it creates the same thing, but it's whether or not you're doing the binding or being bound for it. Their disciplines are Auspex, Dominate, and Thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy is blood magic. These guys are your blood sorcerers. Your blood mage from any other game you've ever played on steroids. They can increase the temperature of blood in a human body so it explodes violently out of every pore. They, they can do a lot with these. They can control you, manipulate you with your blood. They can cause your blood to be poisoned. They can drink your blood without touching you by siphoning it up. Again, higher level discipline, but it's possible. And that's why I don't like them. They are broken. If you ever want to really irritate your storyteller, play a group of Tremere with one Malkavian. And yeah, it it can be a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of trouble. No, it's not even trouble. It's a lot of information that your storyteller needs in order to run a group with Tremere. Your final clan in the Camarilla is known as Ventru. These are your more common political vampires. They're rich, they're fancy, they are the ones who control the Camarilla. Now, their weakness. Ventru are so uppity stuck up that... And honestly, I think this is the worst weakness out of everyone. A Ventru can only drink the blood of a certain type. What I mean by that is before the start of the game, before the game starts, during character creation, if you're running a Ventru, you sit down with your storyteller and go, I want to drink the blood of only 18-year-old virgins who have heroin in their system and that is the only blood you can drink anything else will force you to vomit and possibly even take damage you cannot get sustenance from any other blood or maybe you're not wanting to go that strict okay i can only drink a positive blood again it restricts what you can and cannot drink Something like A positive only will be a lot easier because you could go to a blood bank and just pick up after a slight donation to the Camarilla or whoever runs the blood bank. Their disciplines are Dominate, Fortitude, and Presence. Now, I mentioned that Malkavians have the ability to possibly dominate depending on how old the, the vampire is and what generation Malkavian they are. Dominate is your supernatural ability to bend people to your will.
if you want to sit there and force someone to commit suicide, but not actually physically do it, you'd dominate them and tell them to do so. Think of it like the Imperious Curse from Harry Potter. And that's about what you get. Minus the fact that they fight back a little bit easier, especially when it comes to something like killing someone. If you have a high humanity-based character and you get told to kill someone, you're going to be able to resist that order better. Also, it doesn't work at the lower levels to force them to kill themselves. Higher levels, possibly. But again, a lot of this is based on their on the storyteller and how they want to run their campaign. So that's the seven Camarilla clans. Tune in next episode. I will be going over the three Sabat clans and the independents as well as bloodlines. Thank you for joining me and you guys have a great day. That's it for this episode of Top Talk. Join us next time as we continue to explore the world of tabletop gaming and all that it has to offer. This is your Game Master, signing off.